recording it. So let's see a little bit of recording, see what happens. Good morning, good morning. Today is Chov Beis Shvat. Monday, Chov Beis Shvat. So this Maima is a very interesting Maima. And like I said, the Tzamach Tzedek, he wrote a Sefer called Sefer HaMitzvahs. Derech Secho, Sefer HaMitzvahs. And it's a unique sefer between all the rabbeim, the seven chabad rabbeim. Nobody wrote a book focusing on all the mitzvahs. And this is explaining the mitzvahs according to Kabbalah, how it, it's in Kabbalah, and then also how Chassidus explains that uh, the mitzvahs. And especially on this maima, Be'elah Mishpotim, which is a very fundamental maima, and there's a lot from the Tzemach Tzedek and from the other Rabbeim explaining this Maima. So we'll begin. As always, we first explain what is the literally explanation of the Posuk, and then we see how Chassidus explains the Posuk. Like in this case, we're going to have some, ask some questions why did the Torah write it in such a kind of way? And you have a question. So when you learn Chassidus, Chassidus will answer that question. So for example, the Posik says, These are the laws. Hashem is talking to Meisha Rabbeinu. It says like this, this is the laws. You should put forth before them, before the Yid. And the next Posik begins with Kisik Ne'evedivri. So let's first explain the first Pasuk. The first Pasuk says, these are the laws that you should put for them. So commentaries ask, law you don't put down on the table. Law you teach. So should it say, God is talking to Moshe, these are the laws, that you shall teach them, you should learn. What does it mean, tossing, put down? What is it, the law you're taking, you put down? So Rashi comments on the Pasuk and Rashi says, yes, indeed. Just like when you have a table that's on the table, all different kinds of food, you have a nice simcha. You give a look on the table, this is salad, this is dips, this is, you see, you see with your eyes exactly what this is, you understand. You don't have to guess. You give a look, you see what it is. So therefore the Torah uses the word tosim lifname, you should put forth them. Tosim means put down. Don't just say the law and, and go on. You'll say the law once, twice, whatever, and that's it. Make them understand the law. Put it down, they should understand, like a table. That's clear, right in front of your eyes. You should understand. This is the first posseg. Then the Torah says some laws. Okay, what is the law? If you're going to buy a Jewish slave, in Torah as a general rule, we don't like this concept of slavery. There's several exceptions when there is a Jewish slave. For example, if somebody robs and they, they catch him and he, he used up whatever he robbed. So what do you do? Why should that person lose? You stole from somebody, you gained, and that person doesn't have it. So what we do is Bezdin, you go to court, and Bezdin can sell him for a slave, and the money that he earns 
for working as a slave, we pay back that person what he stole. This is one of the ways we sell a slave. So the Torah says the law is that when you sell it, when you buy a slave, how long can a slave be? The maximum is six years. A slave cannot be, according to Torah, cannot be more than six years. But if you look at the words of the Torah says, that's what Al-Tab is asking. Tosin lifnehem, these are the laws you should put before them, is plural. Ki sikna, you will buy, is singular. Why does the Torah begin with saying the word plural and then going jumping to singular? If you're talking to the crowd, it should say ki yiknu, you will buy, not ki sikna, in individual, one will buy. But so Lahovin, Al-Tabi says, we have to understand the Lifneya Mashma Loshin Rabim. When Hashem says to Meshivela Mishpotim Ashatosim Lifneim, these are the laws you should put forth for them, them is plural. Vikhisikna Huloshin Yochrid. Sikna is singular. If they will buy a slave. So again. So according to the Pshat, it's hard to understand why it says it that way. But the way the Alter Rebbe is going to explain, it, to explain it according to Hasidus, it makes very much sense why the Torah says, first, Lifnei Hem, and then why do you say, Ki Yikna? Achoinin Hu, so the Alter Rebbe begins answering the question, Dechi Sikne Koy Al Meishe Rabbeinu. In other words, like this. Hashem says to Meshe, this is the laws we should put forth them. And Kisikna doesn't apply that if the Jews are going to buy a slave. Kiyikna means Meshe Rabbeinu will buy a slave. What does that mean, Meshe Rabbeinu is buying a slave? He needs a slave. What does it mean, Meshe So this is going to be based on the Maimah. At the end of the Maimah, the Al-Trebbe will explain what does it mean that Meshe Rabbeinu, he is the one who's buying a slave. What does that mean? So the first Alter Rebbe explains and says, Ki sikne koi al meishrabein And this posuk, ki sikne, the following posuk, after ve'la mishpotim, applies to meishr. Ha'ino al ma'ashikosu ve'la mishpotim ashatosim. These are the laws what you shall do. Meishrabein olav ha'sholem dafke yosim ha'mishpotim lefneim. Meishrabein should set forth the laws for the Yidden to teach them. And then, ve'ha'ino a'idei ki sikne ebedivri. How does Moshe Rabbeinu apply and teach the Yidin? Is through Kisikna Ebedim. This is what the Al-Tarebbe is going to explain. What does it mean? Moshe Rabbeinu, it's talking to Moshe Rabbeinu, he shall buy a slave. What does that mean? The Inexiv. So the Al-Tarebbe begins with a posik. It says a posik, Vinosati Eise Bisotcha Levemtecha. When you read the Pasha, the second Pasha of Kriyashma, it says, Bahoyim Shemaya Tishmu, and it says over there, good morning, it's in the first mime of Elam Ashpatim. And it says over there, Vinosati Esev Bisotr Levantecha. Moshe Rabbein is going to give. Esev is like grass, hay. In the field, for your animals to have what to eat. 
if you will follow the mitzvahs, so then Moshe Rabbeinu says, I will give you. What does it mean Moshe Rabbeinu is going to give? God gives. But because Moshe Rabbeinu was so humble, he's not talking in his name. He's talking everything in God's name. So therefore he can say, I will give. He doesn't mean himself. So the, again, what is the plain touch in the Pasuk? The simple explanation, the literal explanation for Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, warning to the Eden, if you're going to listen to the mitzvahs, what I, what I tell you, what you shall do, so then the reward will be, I will give you grass, hay, in the field for your animals to eat. This is the plain, simple explanation. Now let's look how Chassidus explains the Pasuk, a total different dimension altogether. Because this is Moshe Rabbeinu giving grass to the, the animals. What does that mean? What does it mean that Moshe Rabbeinu gives grass to the animals? Let me say it by heart first, and then it will be easier to follow in the inside. Alter Rebbe is explaining that there are two kinds of neshamas. There are millions kinds of neshamas. But as a general rule, like two categories. There's neshamas from Olam HaTzilus, which is the highest world, from the four worlds. And then you have neshamas from the lower three worlds, Briya, Yitzir, Asir. Neshamas from Atzilus, this is such a spiritual world. Those neshamas that come from Atzilus, in other words, like this, all the souls, the source, good morning, all the, the souls, the source of the souls is from Oilam Atzilus. But it depends how the soul trickles down till it comes down in this world. The Oilam neshamas from Oilam Atzilus, they drive by all the other worlds. There's no stopping stations. They go through all the worlds and they, they come down in this world. The, all the other neshamas, they are like, for example, when a child is in the mother's womb. So you have the seed, and that creates the entire child. But the entire child consists of brain, the mind, the eyes, and then you have also the legs, the toes, the nail on the toes. What, what changed? Everything came from the seed. How come this is a head and this is a, a foot? The way God created it, seven, nine months in the womb of the mother, and it transforms in such a way that it becomes a child, that this is the head, and this is so on, and this is so on. So the same thing is with the Nishomas. The Nishomas from Elam Atzilos is like right there, from Atzilos straight down to this world. All the other Nishomas, they go through a procedure, and they stop in each world, and lower and lower and lower until these are different kinds of neshamas. So just imagine a picture of all the neshamas together is like one person. This is the head, this is the toe, these are the smart people, these are the... The, the neshamas from Atzilus, they are called Zera Odom. Zera Odom. What means Odom? Odom is from the word Adam Elyeh. How you say Adam Elyeh? Similar like, uh, so you have the ten spheres 
the way they are in Atzilus. The Nishoma consists of ten Kechus, just like the ten Sviras. So the Nishoma has in it like the ten Sviras from Atzilus. So just like the Sviras shine in Atzilus, the same thing by the Tzaddik. These Nishomas that come down in this world express straight from Atzilus down in this world. These are Nishomas that nothing the, all the ten spheres shine in them. It's like a walking Atsilus. It's, it's every, every, every step what demands in the world of Atsilus, that's how the tzaddik behaves in this world. It is famous that it says, according to Kabbalah, that before Shabbos, it's like in the spiritual Kabbalah, Kabbalistic terms, it's Durmito de Zor. It's like the world is very weak and sleeping, napping, taping your neck. In the spiritual, whatever that means. So it says that the Alter Rebbe, Friday, right before Shabbos, he fell asleep automatically. He didn't have to do something to make him to go to sleep. So, for example, Rabbi Hill Paracha was a tremendous chosid. He was a tzaddik also. Not a Rebbe. He was a tzaddik and a chosid. And he knew the concept in Kabbalah, Erev Shabbos, that it's a time of sleepy. Of, uh, so he used to lay down to relax. So he did an action. He knew this is the time. He goes, the Alter Rebbe automatically fell asleep. Why? Because Atzilus, the world of Atzilus, everything that's happening there is shining straight directly into him. Therefore, it's called Zera Odom. Like Adam Elyon, Odom. Adam is a man. The Nishomas from Bri, Yitzir, Asiya, which is most of all the Nishomas in the world, not only in our generation, but in the past, they are called Zera Behemo. We call the Nishoma Behemo? A Behemo is an animal. Do we call souls animals? We call the souls animals in, into one aspect to bring out the difference between Nishomas from Atsilos. What is an animal? An animal not sits down and thinks, you know, let me think this through. Let me really, let me analyze this. Let me think this through. An animal has, doesn't have this kind of concept of das, of understanding. An animal is, is mostly motion. You can train an animal to do certain, certain actions, certain things. As we know, elephants, there's certain animals that you can train them to do different things. But animal's an animal. It's not that it sits down and it can analyze and understand and think something through. The same thing is the Arnishomas, even though they know certain things, but because it doesn't penetrate through and through the knowledge what they have, so therefore it's like an animal. Like, what good does it do? I'm just giving a very brief explanation, but let's go inside now how Al Tareb explains it inside. Tersiv, it says a posuk. I will plant the basis soil, the Eden's household. I'm going to plant the seed of man and the seed of animal. What is the plain title of the Posik? What is the plain title? This is a Posik in Tanakh. The Posik is that there's going to come a time that Hashem will replant the Jewish people. And there's going to be a lot of people. Zera Odom, 
man, and also Zerah Behemah is going to be a lot of animals. You're going to have both. Instead of the opposite, what was before, it was Golos, and we had so little people. And Hashem says, you know what? I will replenish. It will be Zerah Odom, man, and Zerah Behemah, and animals. Says the Alter Rebbe, both refer to people. The Zerah Odom and Zerah Behemah, when we say animal, it doesn't mean literally an animal. It means Zerah Behemah. And now the Alter is going to explain what is the difference between we say Zerah Odom and Zerah Behemah. These two kinds of Neshomis, which I explained to you by heart, when they go, go now inside. Sheyesh, Beis Madregis, Benishomis, Yisrael. There are generally two Madregis, two kinds of Neshomis, Neshomis, Yisrael. Aleph. One of them are These are very, very high nishomas in, 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 in levels, in greatness. Those nishomas that we're talking about, what we call them is Zera Odom. Why do we call them Zera Odom? Sheheim hanishomis shinim shichul mebchinis odom ha'elyin shalakisei. When we say Odom El Shalakisei, refers to Eilam Atzilus. because it says Apostle Nasa Odom Bitsalmenu Let us make man with the form Kidmuseinu, like above. And Eilam Atzilus has the ten spheres. And a person that is in Shomus, the high Nishomus, they shine in them the Odom Ha'elyan, the ten spheres in them. Why do we call them Zera Odom? Okay, it's a very high level. Just like what's the greatness of a person in comparison to animals? A person has Das. So these souls from Eilam Atzilus, in Eilam Atzilus you have Choch, Mabino, Das, you have the ten spheres. And can you imagine how it is in Elam Atzilus? So Atzadik is a living guy Elam Atzilus. Atzadik has the Chochmah of Atzilus shining in him. That's unbelievable. Not only Chochmah, Bino and Das. And this is going to be the key of the Maima about Das. In many places, Chesidus and Alter Bintanya begins explaining what is the difference between Chochmah and what is Bino and what is Das and so on. In most cases, when we say the word Das, is knowledge. I know, knowledge. That says the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, and Alter Rebbe is explaining here also, and this is again, like I say, the key of the Maima, Das. Das is not only knowing, Das is feeling. We know a lot of information, especially go to today's times, we know a lot of information. Little children know information. You take the cell phone, go to the computer, we know tons of information. The information, what we know, has nothing to do with our life, how we behave. We know tons of information. We know like this, we know like this. What does it have to do in your daily life? Das means feeling. When you understand something and it affects you so much, it's as if you see. When somebody sees something, so first of all, as the English expression is, seeing is believing. When you hear something, you heard, and somebody comes and say, what are you talking? What are you saying? It's nonsense. I, I heard somebody saying this. What do you mean said? It doesn't make sense. You can argue, you can misheard. When you see something, it's not, I missaw, I saw. If I saw it with my eyes, I saw it. Seeing penetrates very deep in a person, and therefore it is, it is critical 
even from, from very young, for children not to see things which is not appropriate. Because seeing affects very deeply in a person's, embeds very deeply in a person. And uh, years ago, the Rebbe came out with a campaign, for those who remember, that the animals, stuffed animals, or on the sheets of the children, or on the wall pictures, you know, for, for little children, they like to have different kinds of animals, you know, a giraffe, different kinds of phases uh, you know, that they make. And the Rebbe was very much against that, and the Rebbe explained because, first of all, even before a child is born, it's what the mother sees has an effect on the child. Can you imagine the child itself looking around? And therefore, thank God today, you can buy uh, olive base and different things, and it turns and it sings, and nigan uh, with today's technology. So, because seeing is believing. Seeing is. So, Pirush Das, says the Alter Rebbe, what means Das? These Nishomis from Atsilus, they have Das. It doesn't mean they incur a lot of knowledge. As Alter Rebbe will explain later in the Maima, it's not only knowledge, it's the feeling. It's. Bless you. It touches you. It's not just when you see something, it affects a person. A person can see something right away, it affects the person. A person hears something, it can take a while until it registers <coughs> to understand what the person is saying. When a person sees something, it's, it's real. This is one level of Nishama Sisor. Fabez, and the second level of Nishama Sisor, Lubchin is Zera Behemo. It's Zera Behemo. Why do you call them Zerah Behemah? Sheheim ha-neshomes she'ein lohem das kol kach belekus. They don't have that kind of das in godliness. And Al-Tabi is going to explain. Does it mean that they don't understand? Al-Tabi says no. Ve'ein ritzene leima she'ein lem seichel v'asoga belekus. It doesn't mean that they don't understand. Elo. Af gam she'esh lem seichel v'asoga. Even though they do have Seichel and understanding. They understand the guidance from Hashem. How do they know all these things? From, from looking at this forum, from the writers of this forum. They have a tremendous understanding. The gives life and creates life. And his greatness is endless. Al-Tabi uses the word mechaya or mahava. Mahava means creating the, the physical, creating it, and then giving each one, each nature, memala kolamen. So you, you, can, you can know that. Everything is fine and good. But it's not, he does not feel it. It should be part of the person. Okay, we'll stop over here because it's getting late. And God willing, tomorrow we will continue.